Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Not gonna lie, not happy today. Today is a sad day, y'all. It's a sad day. Three years ago today is when I uh, when my my carbon went to go see go to Jesus, and uh, I hate today. You know, I know it's the stupid, may the fourth be with you and all that nonsense, but I, I don't care. I don't like today. It's not a good day. It's a sad day. But I try to make it a good day. Uh, we're going to go. Um, my daughter and uh, my daughter's going to take me and Garmin to go play at the park where I used to take Carbon to play. I buried some of his ashes there last year and uh, so we'll go over there and play for a little while and hang out and just remember remember my beefcake and miss him every single day he was such a good dog <sighs> makes me sad but enough about that we have things to discuss today I'm, I'm going to tell you about something I'm going through here Okay, so this this is a this is you know this podcast is to discuss real life, right? Well, here's what I'm going through. The house that we are renting has a pool, and it's it's been great. It's you know whatever. It's nice. Has a pool. It's great, especially here in Arizona. Um, but the filter's been having problems, and. We're in, we're going on our third summer in this house, and last year, I believe it was, we let the landlord know that the sand in the filter needs to be changed. It's not, you know, I guess you're supposed to change it every so many years or whatever, and it needs to be changed. It's not filtering very well. The landlord doesn't want to do it. Okay. So it doesn't do it. Well, then the motor on the filter goes out, so... Yeah, somebody come put this new behemoth of a motor in. Now, mind you, this house was built in 1998, and the filter system and everything is the original system. And it's old, and it's, it's, it, it needs to be replaced. The whole pool is a mess. It needs to be drained and refilled. The water is no good. It's just it's terrible. And the owner's just not doing anything, and I'm still responsible for trying to get, you know, weekly maintenance. And the pool services keep coming out and saying, we can't do it. If, you, if, if your filtration system's not working, then we're not going to keep wasting our time to come out here and, and, you know, clean the pool. So I've been trying to contact the landlord, trying to contact the landlord, trying to contact the landlord, I, and nothing. Now... In case any of you guys are sitting here going, what in the heck does any of this have to do with being blind? I'm getting to that. Had we noticed this, had we been able to see, we would have noticed that the filtration, the whole system is leaking so badly that it's corroding the foundation of the house. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. The wall 
it's a it's a corner, so it's a load bearing wall. Is I mean it's it's yeah it's not good. It's it's the foundation of the house is getting it's already got calcium deposits all on it. It's it's tearing up the house, and so I don't know if the landlord ever noticed it um, or not. I, I'm not sure. I think the times he's come out, it's been after work, so it's been uh, starting to get dark and stuff. So I don't think he's ever actually seen it, maybe? I'm hoping. See, I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I know that as, I mean, Justin and I are out there all the time. Justin's out there every day turning the filter on and off, but, you know, we didn't, we didn't see it. Uh, you know, the ground is, is, permanently saturated and we couldn't you know you can't really tell because that's the shadowy side of the house so the it's going to be darker anyways and so you know there's a lot of a lot of reasons had we noticed it sooner i mean i don't know that the landlord would have done anything because it, it well anyway my point is had it been taken care of sooner a lot of what's going on now with the foundation of the house probably could have been avoided. So that brings me to my topic of discussion today. Doing the right thing and being accountable for your actions. I'm trying to figure out why it is in society that people seem to think that they can do whatever they want and they, they just don't have to be accountable. They don't, and you know, there's the whole entitlement issue that is a whole nother discussion. But my question is, why is it when people do something quote, quote, right or good, they're quick to jump up and take the credit, even if they didn't do the accomplishment all by themselves. They're quick to jump up and take the credit that nobody wants to take accountability when they screw something up. It's amazing to me. When I was working, I would get so many excuses from vendors as to, you know, just anything. Whatever the issue was, a late invoice, an incorrect invoice, you know, whatever the case may be. These vendors, they just, they always had an excuse. It was always, oh, so-and-so did this wrong or, you know, pointing the finger. It, it's, I just don't understand. I get it. People don't want to look stupid. Whoops. Yep. I messed that up. My bad. I'll tell you what. For the last year at my job, I hated myself every day because I was messing something up. And I kept having, you know, and... My boss would email me and I'd, I'd go, oh, yep, sorry, my bad. You know, I, I, I can't even waste the energy to think up an excuse when I mess something up. All I can do is just say, whoops. There's many, many blind people that will use their vision as an excuse. And, you know, I guess I could say this is one thing that I, I'm thankful to my parents for because... I was never allowed to use my vision as an excuse to get away with anything. I had chores and my chores had to be done 
you know, to the same standard as my sisters, whether I could see or not. And, and if I tried to use my vision as an excuse, I usually got smacked because, and yeah, that's harsh. I probably didn't deserve to get smacked, but I understand why. I, I, well, maybe I hope this is why, you know, they wanted me to, to know, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. My vision is not to be used as an excuse for when I mess something up. My vision is to be used as a jewel when I do something that people don't expect that I should be able to do. Then, then I can use that card. But then you have sighted people that just will think of whatever excuse they can. And it just, I don't understand. You know, and I see it a lot with the younger generation. Um, you know, unfortunately, I see it a lot with my kids and people my kids' age. It seems like it's now, granted, they are getting so much better with each passing year. You know, they really are. Um, Tyler, especially, there was a, a lot of years in his life where everything that went wrong, he blamed everybody else. He did not take any accountability for any of his poor choices. I always, he always did what he had to do because somebody else made him or some other situation forced him or whatever. And, uh, you know, you just can't be that way. And, and I thank God now. He, he is so much better. I can actually have a conversation with him where I say, dude, no, you're wrong, and this is why. And he, he will actually listen and, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Whereas before, he would just blow up and yell and scream and get defensive and angry. And that's kind of what society's become, don't you think? Have you noticed that? Come on, think about it. People, you, you say something people don't like, they get defensive and angry. You're not allowed to have your own opinion around people because they get defensive and angry. That's why I'm not very popular, I'll tell you that right now. I, I'm very harsh. I speak the truth. I'm very blunt. I don't beat around the bush because I really believe that there's too much of that. People are coddled. I see it all the time, especially in jobs that I've had because the jobs that I've had have all been working with other blind people. And I'll tell you what, there's a big difference in personalities. Don't think that all blind people are the same because you have blind people like me and, you know, some others that I know that are, are motivated and, you know, they want to do things. They want to get out. They want to work. They want to have a good life. And then there's other people that want it handed to them. I don't want anything handed to me. Don't pity me. Don't hand me anything. Granted, okay, now, give me my disabled parking pass. Thank you very much. Let me ride uh, the roller coasters twice. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, there's certain, certain things that's like, okay, well, if I gotta be blind, I might as well, you know, take advantage of this. But that's, that's not like life stuff. You know, where people just sit around and collect social security disability and expect somebody to come in and clean their house and do their shopping and cook their meals. And, you know, and I get it. 
y'all doing all that stuff is hard. It's frustrating. Have you ever tried to go grocery shopping on the bus? It's not fun, okay? It's just not. You're carrying home, you know, you have to go almost every day because you can only carry home so much. It's just, it's ridiculous, okay? So yes, doing things in life is hard and it could be very easy to use being visually impaired as an excuse. But you know what? The people that do that don't have any of my respect because if you can use that as an excuse instead of as a tool, as a blessing, as an empowerment, then there's something wrong. And I don't, I don't really, I don't, I'm not really down with that. And my dog is having an itchy attack. <laughs> Y'all right over there, buddy. He's contributing to the conversation, so I just kind of let him have a moment. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was saying now. Thanks a lot, dude. Ah, um, no, seriously, I, you know, I'm not down to coddle, with coddling people. I'm not down with handing people things that they don't deserve. You know, you need to earn things in life. And, and you know, that, that's another thing that, that kind of gets my go. All you able-bodied people out there need to get a damn job. And you need to be satisfied with the pay that you receive. If you feel like you're worth more, then show it. Okay, this whole thing about $15 an hour for minimum wage is absolutely ridiculous. Because don't you people understand that once that cost goes up, the cost of everything else goes up. You think you, you remember back when you could go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal for 99 cents? Go to McDonald's now and see how much a Happy Meal costs. Back when I drove in the early 2000s, gas was 89 cents a gallon. I mean, come on. Come on, think about this, people. At that time, how much was minimum wage? Right? I think now it's, you know, depending on where you live, I think here in Arizona, it's 12 bucks an hour. Now see, one thing that I don't think people are taking into consideration is that a minimum wage job is just that. It's a minimum wage job. It's not meant for you to raise your four kids on. It's not gonna happen. It's meant for people that are in high school wanting to earn some money, maybe uh, somebody wanting to earn a little extra cash while they're in college, a person's first job. But it, it certainly is not for you to build and raise a family on. Now, if you plan to start out at McDonald's flipping burgers and then work up to like a general manager, you know what? Good for you. Heck yeah, good for you. But if you think that you can just sit there and flip burgers and ask if they want fries with that and expect to earn enough money to raise a family on, you're delusional. It's not gonna happen. It just isn't, especially in today's economy, because with as expensive as things are already, as in inflationary as costs are already, you put a $15 an hour federal minimum wage on that, people aren't going to be able to live. The price of everything else is going to go up because all the businesses have to be able to earn enough money to pay their employees. So you people that are wanting minimum wage so that you can live off of it, 
need to get a grip on reality and try getting some education or some way to better yourself so that you can be worth more than just minimum wage instead of just expecting people to pay you that. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then if the minimum wage isn't enough for you, then you just don't get a job at all and you sit around on welfare. What? Well, I don't understand people's thinking. I really don't. Get a job, raise your family, be accountable, pay your bills. That's another thing. What in the heck is wrong when people think they don't need to pay the money that they owe people? I can't believe how many bankruptcy attorney commercials I see on TV. Why is it that people think that they can rack up all this debt, buy all the stuff that they want, and then just turn around and not pay for any of it, and oh, I'll just file bankruptcy. Now, don't misunderstand me. I do not want to get an email about your bankruptcy situation and how you had no choice, all right? I understand there are situations. I know uh, three or four people that have had no choice but to file bankruptcy. And I get that. I really do. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that want to have everything handed to them because they feel like they're entitled and don't want to get a job, don't want to educate themselves in a way to make them worth more. My daughter, you know what? I'll tell you what. My daughter started out just doing little little jobs, TJ Maxx. She worked at a bowling alley. And one of her main jobs was waitressing at a pizza place. You know, she didn't go to college, but she's learning at each one of these jobs. She's learning. Now she's got a great office job with Ashley Furniture. You know, that's how you can better yourself. I can't afford to go to school. Fine. Get different jobs. Get some experience. You know, don't sit at home playing video games and expect things to be handed to you. Life doesn't work that way. And let me tell you something. I can, I can hear you people now saying, oh, well, what about you? You're not working. You're only 45 and you're just sitting at home. You know what? I've worked my butt off for the last 20 years to get into the position that I am in. And if you think for one second that anything got handed to me, you are beyond wrong and you really need to read my book. Because not only did nothing get handed to me, but I got kicked at every freaking turn of the corner. And you know what? I still consider myself a success. Do I have a ton of money? Nope. Am I going to be rich in my retirement? Nope. But you know what? I'm going to be happy. You know why? Because I earned an honest living my entire life. I paid my bills and I have no debt. Boom. I'm not going to have to get on welfare. Yes, I'm going to get my disability payments. And you know why? Because I paid into that all my life. Okay? So yes, I will be getting my disability payments. But trust me when I tell you that I am not sitting around having anything handed to me. Okay? I've worked my butt off. I've earned every single penny that I have gotten. Okay? And I just want to make that clear. I understand what people go through. I understand about being a single mom. 
You know, there was a point in my time where I actually considered being a stripper because I knew I could make a crap ton of money and I'd be able to take care of my kids no problem. But, you know, I didn't do it. When you have kids, you have to think about these things. You know, look, if you want to take your clothes off for a living, that's your business. But if you have children, yeah, have a little more respect for yourself, okay? Once you have children, every decision in your life is no longer your own. It's just not. Even, even to this day, as I'm considering my move to Florida, I have to take my kids into consideration because Bianca lives here. And now my two sons are talking about wanting to move here. So, hmm, do I want to stay in Arizona where I am unhappy so that I can be near my kids? Or do I move to the beach where I've always wanted to be? So, you know, life is full of choices. Life is full of decisions. And whatever decision you make is going to have a consequence. And you have to be willing to accept that consequence. As soon as you make your decisions, you have to be willing to accept the consequences and don't expect anybody else to pay those consequences for you. Don't blame other people for your actions. Just take responsibility. You know what? If you F up, big deal. You know what that's called? That's called life. My whole life has been one big, long string of F-ups, one after another, after another, after another. But you know what? Out of every single one of them came something good. And you know why? Because I acknowledge and accepted the fact that I effed it all up in the first place. So much can be resolved just by accepting your part, taking responsibility for your actions. I mean, it's, it's whether you have a disability or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can't use any excuse for any of my decisions other than the fact that I made the decision. I, I want you guys to understand this. And every decision you make, not only does it have consequences, but it comes with experience. And if you have your end goal in mind, then you can focus your decisions on gathering experiences that will get you to that end goal. Okay, you know, and I've also been thinking, you know, this podcast, you know, I think it can reach people and I think it can help people and I love the feedback. Please send me a message on Facebook, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin. Find us on Twitter at Garmin Navigates. Send us an email, GarminNavigates at Outlook.com. Or find us on LinkedIn. And uh, please, we, we really, I, I am here to help. I am here for all of you. I am here to help you with the things you find important. I want to discuss the things you find important, the things you want to know about, the troubles you're having. So let me know what's going on. Let me know what's up. And uh, if you haven't gotten my book, you can't even begin to imagine gaining strength while losing my sight. That's available in large print on Amazon. It's also available on the free Kindle app, which has the audio feature, so it will read it to you. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, I, I've got a challenge for all of you. I want you to take a shower tonight with your eyes closed. 
I want you to feel what it's like to do stuff without using your sight. Now, I know that this task has absolutely nothing to do with the podcast that I've, you know, had going today, but it'll come in, it, it'll come in future podcasts. Um, so tonight or in the morning, whenever it is you shower, I shower at night, some people shower in the morning, whatever, I want you to do it with your eyes closed, and then I challenge you to uh, hit me up on either Facebook or Twitter and start a discussion. I want to know what you found hard, if anything. I want to know, um, I just want to know what it was like. So that's the challenge for tonight, guys. And uh, I look forward to seeing those comments throughout the week. Uh, I may discuss them on Friday, um, but I may have another challenge for you. I'm not really sure yet what I'm going to do for Friday. Uh, I just got to make it through today, guys, to be honest with you. I just, I really just got to make it through today. Um, and so having said that, I want to wish you guys a great week. I hope you are blessed in one way or another, and I look forward to hearing about your guys' experience with the challenge. Have a great week, everybody, and I will be back on Friday.